This is Dandora. This community on the outskirts of Nairobi is home to one of the largest dump sites not only in Kenya but East Africa. Although it was declared full 20 years ago, over 800 tons of garbage is still dumped on this sprawling 30-acre site every day. And in recent years, an increasing proportion of this is e-waste. Men, women and even children scour the stacks of waste for discarded electronics, breaking them apart for their motherboards, batteries, wiring, anything that can be resold for parts. It's become an important income stream in what is a desperately deprived area. I've come to this part of the dump site to meet an e-waste collector. There are thousands of people who work here in the dump site and it's a dangerous environment to work in. Stanley Mwangi is one of them. We get a lot of e-waste here, as you can see. We find items like motherboards. We repair some of the motherboards, and others we just use as replacement parts. Anything we can't use, we sell to Chinese traders. There are many buyers for e-waste materials, but the e-waste is not easily found. The items are few and the buyers are many, so the price shoots up. We sell the e-waste by the kilo. Traders pay 1,500 shillings, which is about $6 per kilo. He's worked on the dump since 2002, and as a single parent says, he has no other choice. It is dangerous work, but we have to do it. If we do not, we will go hungry. One of his fingers got chopped off working here, but I had to keep working here to make ends meet. He says the injury was caused by a shard of glass. And while such injuries are common, where people don't have access to any protective gear, there are arguably greater dangers to working here. They are exposed to toxic chemicals, such as lead, mercury, and cadmium. These chemicals can leach into local water supplies and noxious fumes inhaled when any unwanted e-waste is burned. But while Kenya only recycles 1% of its e-waste, this is far from being just a Kenyan or an African problem. For example, North America only recycles about 15% of its e-waste. While the informal and partial recycling of electronic waste has been the status quo in Kenya for decades, one organization is hoping to change that. So some of the waste from landfills, like the one in Dandora, ends up in e-waste centers such as this one. Well, I'm here to find out what the process is when the waste gets here. The Waste Electrical and Electronics Equipment Center collects and recycles a variety of e-waste, ranging from computers and phones to solar panels and refrigerators. At its Nairobi headquarters, these are then channeled to the relevant workshop. In one, technicians test and refurbish laptops and tablets so they can be used again. And any device or appliance deemed beyond repair is sent to the dismantling room to be stripped for usable parts. 
and in another room, hundreds of batteries are upcycled, saving them from contaminating the soil in dump sites like Dandora. At the moment, we are able to receive 240 tons of U.S.T. per year, though we have the capacity to process 200 tons per month, uh, which means we are performing way, way, way below capacity. So why then is there this low volume of e-waste being collected? It's due to lack of public awareness. Majority of uh, our community members do not know that e-waste is dangerous. Now we're moving ahead to incentivize the, the sector. Uh, we are now creating what we, call, what we call the green points. When you go to some of these convenience stores, you'll find uh, bins. And when you go to gas stations, petrol stations, you'd also find e-waste disposal bins, where you drop your phone, dead phone, and you're able to get green points. Those green points, you could go to a convenience store to redeem them uh, for a new electronic device or any other item at a discounted rate. However, there are also external factors at play here. So Joseph, is all the e-waste that is found in Kenya, is that generated here? The e-waste that is produced is as a result of electronic devices that have been imported to this country. Some of them are coming as good devices that are able to last for a long time. Others, um, very short lifespan. We also have other uh, devices that are coming to the country through illegal channels. Uh, they do not go through the required tests. But of course, we also have electronic devices coming to this country disguised as donations. You can't use them for more than even two months. But despite these hurdles and the prediction that the amount of global e-waste could double by 2050, Joseph hopes that organizations such as his could start to make a positive difference. But what difference that could have on the livelihoods of people like Stanley who rely on dumps like Dandora to survive is now uncertain. I've been able to open a repair shop with the money I've made here. So I will keep going. I will only stop working when my body gives up.